Hey, what's up everybody? Look, you and I both know that restrictive dieting, copious amounts of high-intensity exercise, and living like a social leper is no longer an acceptable approach to achieving and maintaining the body and health that you want for yourself and your family. We know this because we've been there. The good news is that we're here to show you that there's another way. The problem with how the fitness and health industry addresses obesity, or being overweight, or feeling like garbage is that all the experts tell you it's a food and exercise thing, when in reality, it's a mindset and prioritization thing. We spent nearly two decades in the trenches, learning, coaching, and perfecting real-world solutions to a real-world problem. Join us as we help connect people just like you with the information they need to live their best life possible. My name is Brian Sweeney. My wife, Jenny, and I will be your coaches on this journey. Welcome to the Amplify Network. What's up, guys? Hello, hello. And gals, I guess. Welcome back to another show. Um, today we're going to talk about intermittent fasting. It is the hottest topic it right comes, now. It comes in waves, and I, I'm a fan. I'm a, I'm a major fan of any nutritional strategy that, when done properly, it um, there's a whole host of things out there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even shapeshift, so our nutrition program even builds in periods of intermittent fasting. You know, the shred always did it. Um, Shapeshift does it, but a lot of people seem to think that it's done a different way. Mm-hmm. And what we see, and it's one of those things, it's like seeing somebody drive on the wrong side of the road. It's like seeing somebody cross the street when a thing says don't cross. Um, it's like riding your bike on the wrong lane of traffic. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just, when you see something obviously being done incorrectly, um, we have the inclination first to help the people and say, Hey, damn, you're going the wrong way. And then when they ignore you and stick their middle finger up in the air, you're like, well, I hope you get hit by a car. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you get. But today we're going to just, this is an easy digestible topic and it's something we can cram into the 20 minutes, but we're going to talk about intermittent fasting when it's done, what you should be doing to do it properly and what we see a lot of folks doing improperly. Yep. So let's just start with what it, because we used to be real keen on it. Mm -hmm. Um, What's your experience? So it is, out of everything that we have ever tried over many, many years, intermittent fasting is my absolute favorite nutrition strategy. How come? So I have found that it's not only a way for me to completely maintain my weight or even lose a little bit of body fat, gain some muscle, but I, I sleep so much better when I do it. So this is something, it was just a byproduct of we, what we discovered um, because the eating window, when it would finish, there was such a bigger gap between when you were done for the day mm-hmm. um, to when it was time to go to sleep that we figured out um, through doing this that, holy crap, when I am absolute empty stomach and I go to bed, I sleep like a champ. Yes. And I'm talking um, heavy, hard, deep sleep, um, lots of cycles through the night. Um, you're not pulling your face off the pillow when you get up, you know, you feel rested fantastic. Then when you drift away from that and you start going back to, uh, you know, we didn't get our food in for the day. You came off the program. Mm-hmm. Then it started becoming very obvious that when I had food in the system, when we went to bed, that's when you get nightmares, you get restless, you get night sweats sometimes yeah. depending on what you ate. Yep. So sleep was, I'm glad you said that. That was probably my favorite part out of yep. IF. And you don't go to bed feeling heavy. So if you're if you're eating, even for me, if I eat anywhere close to two hours before bedtime, I just feel he- kind of heavy when I go to bed. Like it's n- it's never digested, no matter what I've had. It just mm-hmm. like you just that's the only way I can describe it. I feel heavy. So when when IF first started popping up, um, it was Precision Nutrition that kind of led us t- towards the research. 
Um, and the owner of, or the, I guess the founder of John Berardi was, he went through and did his six month thing. I mean, mm -hmm. they're always evidence-based, a very science-based yep. organization. So I was real keen on getting into it and real honest guy. He lost, um, I think 20 plus pounds. His body fat went from 10 to 4%. I mean, it was ridiculous and he was getting the same amount of calories in every day, but in a different portioned window. Correct. So the idea, let's go over what it's supposed to look like. So you're supposed to eat in a set window. Correct. But in that window, you're supposed to get in the calories that you need for the day. Yes. Okay. So it's not necessarily a grazing model where it's just like whenever you feel like it, you know, as soon as the clock starts, you pick when you're hungry and you stop when you don't. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people do that now and it's called starving yourself. Yes. So when, I think when some folks heard about intermittent fasting, they they started displacing what they're doing, some of this dysfunctioned eating, where they're skipping meals throughout the entire day. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, I'm not starving myself. I'm doing intermittent fasting. Right. And this is riding the bike down the wrong side of the street. Yes. And we've had a ton of clients over the years that it's almost like they use the window as a reason to not eat. And it's like, wait a minute. Well, and they're like, oh, I got really busy, so I didn't start eating until yeah. 4 p.m. <laughs> yeah. So the real easy guidance that we used to give for that we still give for our program is that because of the um, just the metabolic overhead for females, just with the reproductive system, and just there's a little bit more complication to the female body than the guys. <laughs> we always kind of assigned it's a 10-hour eating window, yep. which means remember a, a healthy assumed diet on someone that's got a good metabolism and a good thyroid and they're active throughout the day it should be around 2,000 calories exactly. right that's the that's it's a big bull jive assumption but if you look at the food labels they all assume a 2,000 calorie mm -hmm. limit or day so we typically with with a calorie assignment and then specific macros to drill even deeper but let's just say in an inactive woman or a, a moderately active woman um, typically not eating a lot of meals we would put them around 1,600 calories just to give them a place to start. Right. Well, that 1,600 has got to be eaten in the 10 hours. Correct. Um, and the system starts right when you take your first calorie bite. Yeah. And there's a lot of shifting in there too. Yeah. And I think some of the confusion there is people say, well, I don't eat my, I don't eat a bite of food. And our question is always, did you put creamer in your coffee? Yep. Because that's a calorie. Well, that doesn't count. Exactly. Yeah. So it isn't just, it's the first time you said it, you consume something with a calorie tied to it. At, at that point, your, 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 uh, your food processing engine is turned on Yes. and that's the stopwatch for the day. Mm -hmm. So if you're getting up in the morning and you're doing a pre-workout, you're going to want something that's got zero calories. So it's either artificially sweetened yep. or whatever, but, um, but you put coffee creamer in. Mm -hmm. If the coffee creamer is important, because for the longest time we would pull everything out. So if you want coffee in the morning, it becomes black coffee, Yeah. zero calorie. Yep. But, um, so if you start at six in the morning, ladies, you would have until four o'clock in the afternoon to get everything done, which typically is a five to six hour fasting or your fasting begins with four or five hours of no food in your belly before you go to bed. Oh, it's the best feeling. Yeah. Uh, guys, typically we would assign an eight hour eating window. Obviously guys get more calories. So mm -hmm. guys are anywhere from 1600 to 2,500 calories a day, depending <gasps> on your bulk and your size and your activity level. Well, let's just say it's 2,000. We'll just cut the middle, 1,600 to 2,500. Just say 2,000 calories a day that you've got to get in in eight, eight hours. hours. That's right. freaking hard. <laughs> it's freaking hard, right? Unless you just sit down and decide, I'm going to eat 60% of my meals on my, or 60% of my calories on the very first meal. Mm -hmm. The rest of the day, you're chasing your butt. Yep. And here was the big golden rule to intermittent fasting. You got to hit your numbers. Yes. 
if you can't hit your numbers, then you're not doing intermittent fasting, right? Correct. You're starving yourself. You're doing a starvation diet. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to be malnourished and long periods of malnourishment with excessive exercise, you create metabolic dysfunction and you'll end up in a situation where your thyroid won't work right. Your metabolism is going to be busted. You won't lose weight anymore. You're going to feel like crap. Yep. And it ends up from that point just being like a, a tire that's out of balance. You know, you'll be going down the road and everything just starts to wobble. Yeah. And you won't be able to dig yourself out of it. And I think some of the confusion is anytime you make any change to your diet in a positive direction, you see immediate loss on the scale. Yeah. And I think some people get in their minds, they're like, well, I'm doing this thing called intermittent fasting. And, you know, I have this amount of time to eat, but I only got 400 calories in the day. So that must be all that I need to continue to lose weight. Because I was hungry. Yeah. Yeah. So your, your, your metabolism, there's more science to it, but the way your stomach stops, the way your brain stops sending signals to your stomach that you're hungry. I mean, mm-hmm. you can kind of make that stuff dormant, right? Yep. And you, you will stop getting the hunger pangs and you will just not want to eat. And mm-hmm. people think, well, I must not need it. Exactly. And what it is is you just conditioned yourself to not eat, yep. right? So the the hang up here is that everybody, or male, female, you're striving every day to hit your assigned calories, hit, hitting your macros. But if you don't get your numbers in, you don't get to eat. Exactly. So there's no extending the window. No. Now, the only exception to that is if you've been training like a freak or you do a real heavy workout that day or something's wrong. Remember, the fasting is the night before. Mm-hmm. So the fasting was intact the day before. So if you end up eating outside of your window by an hour, let's just say you had a really physical day and mm-hmm. you had to eat, no problem. You just have to wait, guys, for the 16-hour window to begin ne- the next day. Exactly. That's where you screw it up. Yep. So if your normal day routine is to eat at 6 a.m., now you've got to wait till 7. Mm-hmm. And you, um, that or you... <clears throat> You shorten your window. So playing catch up in an intermittent fasting situation, you at some point you're going to have to get less time to eat on one of those other cycles. Exactly. And I think the most important part of that is our most successful intermittent fasting with us and with our clients are the people who still do hit their calories every day. Mm-hmm. So it's not the people that are saying, you know, I'm going to extend one of my eating days and then the next day, ooh, whoopsies, I only have time to get one meal in, yep. you know, to again use that as something that they consider would be good for weight loss yep. when it's, again, it's not. Cool. So now there's three types of, so when we talk about intermittent fasting, um, there's three models of fasting. Fasting's mm-hmm. not new. Right. It's the intermittent, it's the eating to not eating ratio um, where typical you know, you get more into the meditation and the Zen people, they can do one day, three day, five day, seven day, 10 day fasts where they're, they're lean. I mean, they're just letting their body, um, recover Mm -hmm. and people that do that, there's a spiritual side to it. I mean, you really do get in touch with, um, purpose when you start denying your body what it needs. Right. right? So there's, there's a pretty huge, um, emotional component to that. Now, so the three types that we've got is that we've got the 16 and eight, or the uh, 14 and 10 that we were just talking about where you split and how you go about doing it. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing. You can do just one day a week. Right. You can do every other day a week where yep. you just say, I'm going to eat in a window. And I think we started out with two days, went to three, and it's like, dude, let's just do this every day. Yeah. Because it was working out for us so yes. well. Um, so you've got the, the split method, and then you've got the eat, stop, eat, and that's where you you fast for 24 hours once or twice a week, and then you just go back to eating normal. So mm-hmm. you just rotate a fast in there. Mm-hmm. Um We've done this with our programs, especially people looking to get a jump start. You just say, hey, let's take a 24-hour period off, get everything out of your body that might be just kind of messing with your <laughs> endocrine system or it's messing with your metabolism a little bit or it's, 
anything that disrupts your sleep is going to cascade into everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially if it's happening a long, on a long enough timeline, the more you've got bad sleep, the more you're going to make bad decisions, the more that food is going to cause problems. It's the ripple effect. Right. And I think the cool thing is with the 24 hour fast is people, what they tend to overlook is that if you decide to incorporate a 24 hour fast in your day, so let's say your last meal is at, you know, 5 p.m. the day before, and you're going to do 24 hours, your 24 hours gets to start yes. at 5 p.m. Yes. So it's not as, I think sometimes it sounds a little painful to do, but it isn't if you calculate, I had my last bite of food at 5 p.m., which means you get to eat at dinner the next day, 5 p.m. Yeah. the next day. So th this is, we've done podcasts on this too, is that uh, Western society doesn't understand what it means to, um, I'm tongue in cheek on this, because I know we have homeless and we have people starving in this country. But the people that have access to food regularly, regularly right. don't really understand what it means to deny your body and Correct. that little bit of suffering. Um, people will immediately be like, oh, you don't understand? I'm, I'm hypoglycemic. Mm -hmm. Well, when you get low enough and when your body needs calories, the only way it can kind of liberate calories from fat is it has to drop um, uh, adrenaline. Mm -hmm. People start to shake. They get moody. They get irritable. They don't know what's going on. You know, <laughs> but they, they can't even survive that moment. And I'm included because I'll, I'll have um, periods where it's just like, I'm freaking out and I need to eat something. Mm -hmm. That 24-hour fast, because I think we've gone up to three days. Yep. Um, those fasts, they will teach you how to manage your hunger. Mm -hmm. And there's no greater thing than being able to manage your body's need. Right. I mean, this isn't another person. This isn't something, a business or a tool or a toy. Mm -hmm. You are denying your body something that it's screaming for. Yep. Um, which will make you make you manage hunger better. Yes. And I think the other piece of it too, like you already mentioned, is the spiritual piece of it, or just that you're not constantly thinking about what your next meal is, which is what we tend to do because we say it all the time, we're very spoiled. Mm -hmm. So most of us in this country, it's, you've got your food, you can go to the grocery store without having to worry. But the other piece of it, at least for somebody like me is, I have so many digestive issues that it seems like a lot of new ones pop up a lot. Mm -hmm. And when you do something like fast, it allows my body a chance to kind of heal itself. It's exactly what it does. Yeah. So it's like, have some water and it's like, oh my gosh, you just, the opposite of when I go to bed with food and I feel like heavy, mm -hmm. I feel lighter. And it's not, for me, fasting isn't about weight loss. It's about, wow, like I feel really amazing. There, there are some people out there, other fitness professionals too, that have mastered the fitness concept. I want to say there's one guy that did it for weeks Holy moly. I mean, and, but he maintained his muscle mass. I mean, so there's some other things that you can do oh, to kind of cool. keep that up. So we got the, the split method, then we got the e-stop eat, and then we've got the five and two. And this is one where people would, um, they eat normal for five days, and then it's two days of four to 500 calories. Mm -hmm. So you're really limiting. It's not necessarily a full fast. It's like a partial. But you go back to, this is where we were talking about somebody that, that knows somebody, so we can't say names, <laughs> that was doing the four or 500 calories every day. Yeah. That's a two-day week thing. So yeah. if you do want to drop down and you're like, I'm just going to do a partial fast on these two days, fantastic. But mm -hmm. you don't go seven days a week eating 400 calories a day. You can't. That's a no-go. You can't. And I, I wish that people would be honest, you know, on the internet, huh? And to just to say, you know, this is my recommendation, but by the way, it's a horrible one. <laughs> you shouldn't eat mm -hmm. only 400 calories a day, seven days a week. And the other important thing to realize if you are looking for a fast weight loss, the magic pill doesn't exist. 
and fasting or intermittent fasting is not that magic pill. It's to help heal you. It's to help you sleep better, feel better, start to pay attention to what you're eating because you do eat in that window. Yep. So you were talking about how you, um, you were talking about giving your body a chance to heal. So some of the big things, human growth hormone production goes through the roof. So not only are you going to lose weight because you're limiting your eating window, human growth hormone is a massive, it's a a fat burner. It's nature's Mm -hmm. fat burner. Um, insulin sensitivity improves, which also is going to help with fat storage and uh, fat liberation, mm-hmm. cell repair, and then gene expression. So cell repair, that's exactly what you were talking about. So yes. they start, there's a process with your cells that only get turned on when there's no food. So it's almost like, um, it's like you've got one of those little, one of the little floor, um, vacuum robots. Oh, the Roombas? The Roomba. So imagine like the Roomba can only start taking care of the house when everybody's gone. Then the yeah. room will go around and start doing its thing, right? Uh-huh. Well, once the food's all out of the system and the digestive process kind of ceases for a bit, that's when you start seeing cells. Um, your immune system will get a bump. I mean, lots of great things happen when you're starving. And all that stuff's kind of at bay until you stop shoving food in your face. Mm-hmm. And so the longer you can stick with that, the better. I like the Roomba analogy. You like that? That's pretty good. You come right. up with some good ones. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so real quick, we'll run through some of the benefits if you're doing it right. So weight loss, obviously, because it's just going to help you control your hunger, control your cravings. There's more that's going to come out of it with intermittent fasting. Correct. Because you're eating in a window, one, you're going to be going after a target calorie number. So you're eating probably what you're supposed to for the first time, mm-hmm. which is going to enable your body to start turning your metabolism back on. You'll have more energy to do more tasks. Mm-hmm. I mean, the body will find use for the energy. Yep. That doesn't mean more donuts and more cakes and all the other stuff. I it's wish. More, yeah, right. You and me both. It's more good food. So insulin resistance, this is a big thing. So it lowers your blood sugar by 36%. Um, anyone that's dealing with uh, any type of blood sugar problems, intermittent fasting is money as far mm-hmm. as putting you back on track with insulin sensitivity. Um, inflammation, because the food isn't in your system, processed food, meats, dairy, all that other crap. Um, I think that is my number one. Of course it is. I think it's absolutely. And most people are in denial, but that's a whole. Pro-inflammatory foods are horrible for the body. And yes. dairy, ding, ding, that's a big one. <laughs> we can um, do another show just on dairy. <laughs> that's right. But some studies are showing that it, redu- it reduces inflammation. Uh, heart health, it reduces bad LDL, so your bad cholesterol, uh, which is a money thing. Uh, cancer, because they're saying that now they're saying that the less you eat, the less risk you are to cancer. So they're almost saying that mm. eating less is better for you and can reduce your wow. chances of cancer. Which, is it the calories you eat or is it what you eat? I mean, I'm a, I, I have sus- my own opinion on no that. No doubt. I suspect that there were being poisons. Um, <laughs> brain health and anti-aging. So I can't get too far into it, but when you start looking at like high protein intake and it starts doing mTOR act- activation, you know, like most bodybuilders, they want to eat a lot and eat a lot of protein. Well, the process that builds muscle also makes you age. Mm-hmm. So the less food you eat, um, the more you can kind of maintain that youthful look. But if you're if you already look like a catcher's mitt, you're already too late. <laughs> just don't eat. <laughs> um, He's just kidding. That's right. So intermittent fasting, it, it is fantastic. You can start with one or two days a week. Um, don't use it. Uh, just As guide, a starvation. Guidance from us. Mm-hmm. Don't use it to justify an existing starving approach. Right. Um, and usually people end up, especially ladies, because I think women work harder than men. Um, it's keep them weight off. Of I think they're always looking for diets. They're always looking for things. You know, that, I can't remember. There was a study that talked about how many diets a woman will be on in her lifetime. It was a lot, a lot of diets. Oh, and was I, it 13? Was I can't, 13 you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if it was 13 in a year. Yeah. There, there was an, I, Honestly. I used to know that number off the top of my head a while ago, but it was, um, 
It's really, really bad. It's bad. So women are always looking for ways to get that edge. Yep. And um, intermittent fasting is a fantastic way to go about it. But yep. typically women, they read something, they put it in place, they take the pieces that they like of that diet, and then they go to the next diet, and they keep the pieces from the previous diet, and they add the pieces of the next diet. Mm-hmm. And now what you've got is this whole litany of bullet points from multiple diets yes. and they're just lost and they're busted and they yes. don't know how to eat anymore yep. and everything is bad for you and you know you need to go exercise a whole bunch and mm-hmm. some of the women just give up because yes. they're like I'm not doing a diet diets have wrecked me because yep. duh science sucks you know bad science sucks exactly and that's a whole other show that I could do just on women especially being one it's give it the give it the time to work its course intermittent fasting the first time I ever did it, I didn't sleep like a baby the first night. I didn't lose weight the first night. Like, I gave it... I could actually tell some stories of some nights Jen didn't get her food in with the window. Oh, I had a complete meltdown. It did not go well. No, like <laughs> a complete meltdown. Because you've got a plan for your food for the day when you're going to get it in. Exactly. But give something, give something two weeks. Give something three weeks. And ladies... Don't be looking at what your friend's doing and trying to cor- incorporate that too. Put your Focus blinders on, on. Yes, put your blinders on. We're all built differently. Jen's a kinder person than me, so she's <sighs> going to give you more leniency. But I would say um, four to six weeks. You know, four to six weeks, you'll know in four if it's not working. Yep. But I was saying like just this as far as the sleep goes. You're not wrong. You're, like I would say like two wrong. weeks. If you're lucky as a woman to see any difference in your body in two weeks, then you've got some yeah. like superpower. But yep. give it give it the time. It, IF works. IF it, does it, work. It really works. I um, love it. Commit to it. Start with one day. And then one, if that feels right, then every other day. Mm-hmm. Um, but make sure you're getting um, a good amount of calories in. It doesn't yes. have to be a whole ton. You don't have to upheave your life. But you can't starve yourself. Nope. All right. Awesome. So we're going to probably touch on a few more diet E things. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of misunderstanding and there's a lot of bad direction and a lot of bad coaching and there's all kinds of things out there that are taking people in the wrong direction. So Definitely. Um, Google is not always amazing. <laughs> Google is not your friend. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for um, subscribing. Also, don't forget if you share this, um, it helps us grow. If it helps us grow, we get um, more time to put into putting things together that help you guys out. Absolutely. And if you decide to try intermittent fasting, we would love to hear what your experience is with the way we do it. Yep. Um, Okay. We'll see you in the next show. All right. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye.